President Ramaphosa was clear-eyed about what the continent needs and what Africa's expectations are of the international community, including global financial institutions. We also call for the suspension of interest payments on Africa's external and public debt. As the African Union, we are encouraged by the collaboration of the G20, the IMF, the World Bank, and the UN towards finding solutions to debt sustainability in developing countries. This pandemic has highlighted the urgency with which we must strive to meet all the sustainable development goals. But more importantly, goal one, to end poverty in all its forms everywhere. For until we eradicate global poverty, we will always fall short of realizing the vision of the founders of the United Nations. And as the Secretary-General called for greater solidarity and unity, urging countries to do everything to avoid a new Cold War, the United States went after China over what President Donald Trump believes is its mishandling of the COVID-19 pandemic, just as the U.S. reached a staggering death toll exceeding 200,000. As we pursue this bright future, we must hold accountable the nation which unleashed this plague onto the world. China, the Chinese government and the World Health Organization, which is virtually controlled by China, falsely declared that there was no evidence of human-to-human -human transmission. Later, they falsely said people without symptoms would not spread the disease. The United Nations must hold China accountable for their actions. China's President Xi Jinping pushed back against stigmatization and politicization of the pandemic. Facing the virus, we should enhance solidarity and get this through together. We should follow the guidance of science, give full play to the leading role of the World Health Organization, and launch a joint international response to beat this pandemic. Any attempt of politicizing the issue or stigmatization must be rejected. While Russia's President Vladimir Putin poured cold water on African hopes for veto-wielding permanent seats on the UN Security Council. Our thinking is that the Security Council should be more inclusive of the interests of all countries, as well as the diversity of their positions, base its work on the principle of the broadest possible consensus among states and, at the same time, continue to serve as the cornerstone of global governance, which cannot be achieved unless the permanent members of the Security Council retain their veto power. Such a right pertaining to the five nuclear powers, the victors of the Second World War, remains indicative of the actual military and political balance to this day. Earlier, UN Chief Antonio Guterres warned against vaccine nationalism as it relates to COVID-19, advising against countries making exclusive side deals for vaccines, while pushing for broader buy-in into his call for a global ceasefire in order to focus the world's attention on building back better. As we look to the future, let us make sure we choose wisely. I'm Sherman Bryce-Pease in New York.